The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. In Hebrews 12, number 22. And you are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels. It says, you have come, past things, you are come now, you are there now. It says, in Mount Zion, in the heavenly Jerusalem, and there's an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of the sprinkling, that speak of better things than that of Abel. In other words, we have come to a place of absolute confidence, security, and dominion. A place that is abundantly resourced with an innumerable company of angels. Now, we understand the power. I think one angel in the book of, in the, with Hezekiah, in the book of Isaiah, slew, I think, something like 185,000 men. The angels of God, they are fearsome. The great Nebuchadnezzar, after he was humble, says that God does as you will in the armies of heaven. He said, God, we God of not the peoples of the earth, not any human being on the face of the earth. And God not only does it, does it, God even regards, God is so great that he does, that he does what he wills in the armies of heaven. Nebuchadnezzar understood that there's armies of heaven, the Lord of hosts. And so he, because he was a military conqueror, he conquered Israel. And not because Israel was weak, he understood, began to understand. Not because Israel was weak, because, and not because Israel, but because Israel's God, the mighty God that does as he will in the armies of heaven, has had given Nebuchadnezzar influence and he had given Nebuchadnezzar the ability and prophesied, and even through the prophet Jeremiah and others, you know, said that Nebuchadnezzar would come and they should surrender to, uh, to Nebuchadnezzar. No, so Nebuchadnezzar could have and for years understood that he was more superior and he took the things of the temple because he thought that he overcame God until he had an encounter with God himself and understood that the reason why he was able to do what he did to Israel is because there was a shift in the armies of heaven. But you and I have not come, and, 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 and if you look, uh, if they go back, you look at, at, at the battles of Joshua and the battles of David. I was reading the story of David numbering of Israel and how one angel stood with one sword and many people was annihilated on earth. Now, the angel was so fearsome, it's such a sight, we read it there, but it's difficult to comprehend what those people, David and the others, experienced while they saw the angel. But what we have to understand is that God's power is so mighty. I want to, the point I want to make is that heaven is far superior. Mount Zion, the heavenly Jerusalem, is more far, far superior than all the military governments and every, every ounce of military power, any human power put together from, from, from the beginning of time to the end of time, beginning of man to the end of time, nothing can compare to the power of God with the angels. And so, and so they're in heaven. And so God does as he pleases. And now you have come, you and I have come unto Mount Zion. Now let me go on, uh, go, go on to, uh, to say, and, and uh, verse number 25. Says, See that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they, have, if they escape not who refuse him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from him, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he had promised, saying, Yet once more will I, I, I shake not only earth, but also heaven. And this, this word, yet once more, signify the removing of those things that are shaken, as of, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore, we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, and for our God is a consuming fire. Remember what, what, what that clip now said. We said there that God will shake the nation. But yet he says that you and I, the church of Jesus Christ, have received a kingdom that can never be shaken. We are safe within the Holy Ghost. And we have to understand what we are facing in this hour. The word of God declares we are not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He says, having done all, we must stand. 
And we have to be a, 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 a people. And I, I, I want to say something. Then we're going to pray. And I want to make this point. And I'm going to read Ephesians chapter number 6. Not to, for boredom's sake, but to, to, to say what I am about to say. In Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse number 10. Ephesians 6 and verse number 10 says this. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Right? It said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of, of his might. You know, so, so, so that is why. So, so if, if, if you look at this, this thing here. It says that there is, a, there is a certain force that God wants his people to be enforced with. There's a certain spiritual force that God wants to us to be endured with, to be strong in the power of his mind, in the craters of his discourse, to be, to be, to be strengthened in a certain uh, force. This is, this is not individual power. This is not when we cast out the demon. No, this is not when we pray for the sick. No, this is something much greater. This is maximum force. Maximum power at our disposal. And he says, now you must use every ounce of what God has made available to you. And in the very force of God's might, in the very dominion of his power, you have to stand. And this, why must you put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil and i understand it doesn't matter what age it was whether it was under nero whether it was under hitler whether it was under this government or that thing or the persecution of the saints or and wherever where the saints are being persecuted it is not men that we are fighting against but it, it is the devil and what are we opposing we are opposing the wiles of the devil and i want you to understand when you look at these things around you look at the prophetic word this was not spoken we have video of of a tool because it was it was recorded live on video, and there's a congregation that witnessed these words. You know, uh, when we posted this originally, one, one lady says, I was there, uh, wrote on, on the original Facebook, you can go there, and she said, I was there when these things was being spoken. Right. So, so we have witnesses, so this we did speak in 2019, before there was any sign of the things coming to pass. Anything like that, I think, you know, they even haven't been, have, the world didn't even have intel yet about, uh, about coronavirus. Right? So, so you must think about it. So the, the Lord signified this before, before the time by his prophet. And so, and so, and, and God has spoken to many other, many other servants of God also. But, but God speaks these things. And now you have to understand what the Lord is saying. Listen, what will happen in 2020? The, 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 the demonic, the demonic world, the realm of demons, the, the realm of darkness, the, the, the forces of darkness, the evil forces, the devil is going to push against the church in 2020 and in 2021 even more so. He's not saying a little demon. He is talking about force, forces, demonic powers pushing against the church. Saying it's about end time strategy, the end game, spiritual tactics, being God's choices servant, being able to war to save a generation. Then going on to say, the Lord going on to say by our mouth there, yeah, that it, was, it is a battle. It is not only a, it's a battle for not only, but it's a battle for, for, for humanity. And if a church fails, many will die. It cannot be changed. The only thing that can change is the strength, the, the force of the church opposing the power of darkness. The church is the only power on earth. There is no authority, no institution, no weapon, nothing that can oppose the forces of hell. So when you see these events come to pass, and it's maybe easier for people that were there and, 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 and has heard us speak over the long, uh, um, over these last two, two, three years, to understand what you're seeing now in the world, it is not nothing natural. It is spiritual. It is high-level game. It is high-level strategy. It is like the forces of darkness, the high, the high demonic forces have stepped out and opposing the church. And we have to understand that the word of God against verse number 12, for we wrestle against flesh and blood, against powers of palace and against power, against the rulers of the darkness, of, against spiritual weakness in high places. We are fighting not a little in unclean spirits. We are not fighting, we are not, we are not being opposed and pushed against us, against the church by little spirits. These are not your unclean spirit. 
This is not the spirit you say, cut out in the name of Jesus. It's not that low-level demonic spirits. These are these little nuisances. It's not them. No. These are princes, archers. These are principalities. These are powers, the scripture says here. These are the very arch enemies of, of, of the people of God. The very real, the, the, the principalities, they are on top of the, uh, of the, the high, um, rulers of the darkness. High, especially in the high places. This is the highest level of demonic powers that Paul was talking about here in, in, in the Epistle of Ephesians. So what we are facing now, in from 2020 into 2021, even more so, you, you can see. You, can, you, you have to see how many leaders of churches have passed away in this, this 2020, even this year. How many Christians have passed away? How many people you hear about? Today we heard about somebody, that, a, a born-again believer, who passed away just, just this morning. You know, in, 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 and having just lost another family member. And you understand how many Christians, it's amazing. But what is happening, it is this demonic powers, this entity in the spirit, with high level warfare. This is real devil, this, you know. And so we have to understand that what the scriptures talk about is very real. That we are the entity that the gates of hell, the very gates of hell shall not prevail against. And so we are now at a level where as a corporate people, we have to understand that we are a spiritual body. And our weapons of our warfare, they are not human weapons. They are mighty for God to are pulling down a strong. They are spiritual weaponry. They are, we operate in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the Holy Ghost. And we have to wake up to a thing that is not natural. There's no, you see, there's not, not the natural thing. There's the symptoms you are seeing. You are seeing fruits of the roots. And the root is not the coronavirus, it's not COVID-19 that you must be praying against. It is the stratagems of demonic forces that while they're hitting you with COVID-19, they're doing something else to take you out. Remember, this is not the, this is, this is not the only virus, okay? but it's coming on one. The real pandemic is still coming. And it's coming a real challenge in the next few years. This decade still. That will make this thing, especially the nation, look small. This thing now, when we look at hindsight, it will be small. And so it is not about this battle. It is about, not about the little thing, the distractions, that, that is the instrument to take people out of a, and, and decimate churches. No, it is the bigger thing that we have to stand about. It is the greater force that we must stand. It is now that we need, I said it, I said it there in, in, in 2019. I said, I said to, um, and of course this is a clip of, is an extract of a whole lot of prophetic word, a whole lot of detail that was given more than what you heard today. And part of that detail that was given is say that, that in, in 2020, I, in 2019, we said that in, when 2020 comes, the thing is coming now, it is not about, it's not about who you know, that you know God, you, that you know God's name. No, no. You must know that God knows your name. You must know that you are, that David knows that you are, that you are on earth. That heaven knows that you should be on earth. That heaven knows it's a mandate that you're busy with a call and you're running with a vision. That heaven knows your name and you want to be known by God. The Lord said to Moses, I have known you by name. Moses, if you have known me by name, and I found grace in thy sight. This is the type of battle, this type of level that we are in. And I want to encourage you and encourage the body of Christ that we must begin to shift and, and begin to pray for the strategy against the powers of darkness, against the end game, the strategy. And in warfare, and even more so in spiritual warfare, I'm not talking about little, you know, not what we know, but the real spiritual warfare. Where now we have to know what are we releasing our words against? What are we, what are we praying? What, what beseeching are we doing before the throne of heaven? Now we can no longer cry like children. We have to pray like sons. I like what the man of God used to say, children cry, sons prophesy. So, so we have to come to a point where we pray like the heroes of God. But we understand that we are father and sons. And as the sons of God, we are led of the spirit of God. But we begin to have tactics, specific strategies to deal with the powers of darkness. And we have to rise to the occasion. I don't feel anxious to mention what we should be doing at this stage. But one thing we have to do is that take our gaze off 
the little, it's a big thing because lives are being touched. We understand that. And there are symptoms. Yes, we, and we know people that have been affected and people that have died of, of uh, 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 and they say COVID-19, COVID-19 related. But we have to understand that we are, what we are moving now into a place in the spirit, we have to now be, uh, 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 rise up to, our, to, to the occasion and become more mature now and, and understand that we are, we are not going to be distracted and we're not going to cower in front of the enemy and we are not going to give awe and, 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 and reverence to some little strategy, so some little delivery boy that they call COVID-19. We're not going give, to give attention to COVID-19. But we're going to deal with the source of it, the demonic powers, the strategy that he has for us as the church to eliminate, to box us, to neutralize us, to put fear in us for the 2020s. Remember, this is only beginning now. This, is, this ain't stopping. There's going to be wave of the wave of demonic attacks, demonic things. They're going to be natural things that will happen in the natural. They're going to be political shifts. They're going to be all kinds of, obviously, the, the economics is, is, is a given. You know, the economics. That will, have, that will be affected and the livelihoods of people that have already been affected will be more so affected. But we have to escape this thing and more escape that we can resist the devil steadfast in the faith, knowing for once in our lives, let's think about it, what Peter said, where he says, resist the devil steadfast in your faith, knowing that your brethren all over the world is going through the same thing. We are in that space now. But we can literally say the most of our Christian brothers and sisters and churches around the world is facing the same things. But what do we have to do? We understand that he is coming to make us all a victim. Now, right now, the devil is walking around looking for a Christian, especially, to make a victim. To devour. Not to tickle. Not to, to, to just to, to slap. No, to, to, to destroy. But it will not happen. Why? Because we as the people, we're resisting steadfast in the faith and said, no way, not this way. And first of all, tonight, you have to make this. You have to draw a line in the sand and say, it will not happen in my house. There is no disease coming in my house. I banned the virus from my house. You see, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are, they say it's an invisible enemy. Yeah, it is. We are an invisible force. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. He is greater inside of us. There's a power, there's an energy, there's an oozing, there's a power that comes out of it. Before the coronavirus came, we were healing the sick for, for thousands of years. Since the birth of the church, we were casting up demons of cancers, disease, pandemics. There were bubonic plagues. There were all kinds of plagues. There were all, and God said, God's church was moving and in the name of Jesus people were getting healed people they, they were they, they became immune to the works of the devil on the earth he will keep us alive in the time of famine we have a better covenant found better promises better than Israel in the land of Goshen it is time but what, what is it according to your faith be it unto you I want to encourage you today tonight from tonight on this first session of Justice Weekend do God some justice. He has already did, made, did us, he, he, he gave us justice. He did justice to us. Why? He redeemed us. He forgave us. He redeemed our life from destruction. He made us new. And he equipped us with his spirit. And he gave us his name. What more can we ask for? God's spirit, God's name, God's word. And now you have to say, in my family, it shall not be. I I place the protection in the name of Jesus upon my house. I speak, I, I decree and I declare, I banish, I prophesy. It will not come near me. And then you go, you expand that jurisdiction. You forbid it in the name of Jesus. For Jesus, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound. Whatever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Whatever you, always, whatever you open, whatever you allow shall be allowed. Whatever you forbid shall be forbid. Don't wait for nobody to help you. It is only the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you that can change the situations. Start with your house today. Start with your relatives today. Start with the sphere of your influence today. Why does the scripture say so darkness shall be upon the, upon the earth and gross darkness upon the people? But the glory of the Lord shall rise upon thee. You will shine. And so you are shining. You are using that light. 
a light that, that is that is that is lit cannot be hit under 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 a bowl. No, you must set it upon the hill. You must set it set upon the hill. You are the salt of the earth. You are the preservation of the earth. Begin to use your prayers. Begin to use your declarations. When you get up in the morning, it says, this is another day, the coronavirus, that the impact of the devastation, the pestilence, the lockdowns, and all the things that the devil is doing against the church and against the people in humanity shall not touch me, nor my household, nor my neighborhood. I take authority. I prophesy that today will be a day of good news. I say this week will be wonderful. I speak live. Why? Because he said, I've come to give you life and give it more abundantly. He gave us the peace. That is the world give, give, did it. He gave us a peace into a kingdom. It surpasses every natural comprehension. It brings, makes you a mystery. These, we don't have time to teach on these things tonight. But it's realities. Spiritual realities. Oh, I wish. I thought, I said, oh God, I wish I could speak about these things. If you understood where you are now, wherever you find yourself now, there in your house, there in some house somewhere, think about this. Wherever you find, we're watching this on replay. You must understand that is only the location of your physical body. That is not the location of your spirit. Where you are now is not the true location of your spirit. Why? Because we were raised up together with him and seated with him in heavenly places. If you, if you understood this, what Jesus said there before, before Nicodemus. What was said there in, in, in John chapter 3, I think verse number 15 on there. What was said there? Have you understood these things? That there's a spiritual location. And as long as you can manage your spiritual location, and your spiritual location says that you are alive here in this body, you nothing, no one can take you off. Doesn't matter. You must manage your spiritual location. Control your spiritual position. These are the realities of Christianity. This is Bible Christianity. It is the reality. Just like the Jesus is alive. Just like the Holy Ghost that dwells inside of you. This is it. There's life in the spirit. In Romans chapter number 8. And we're going to pray. Now, we're going to do God some justice and do yourself some justice tonight. In Romans chapter 8, verse number 1, hallelujah. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Brasso su nombre, mero to pardo horde verclina, artus eledrea sutar de brigitus, agano ubiedas. In Romans chapter 8, I'm going to read from verse number 1, but I'm going to read verse number 2. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So what is the key to walk after the spirit? Verse number 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. There is life in Christ Jesus. There is a certain life in Christ Jesus. There is a spirit, there is a law, there is a certain law of the spirit of the way. Of the way that is in Christos there. That is in Christ Jesus. There is a dimension. There's a certain life in Christ. And what I talk about here this evening. What I mentioned to you. That you are untouchable by the devil. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The same spirit that we can have Jesus from the dead. Dwells inside of you. And you it quickens your body. If you understood these things. Life. But you have a gatekeeper. That's what David said, God, over the, uh, God, watch over my mouth. He says, God, over the door of my lips. Why? Because the gatekeeper is definitely life in the power of the tongue. Speak life. Begin to decree and declare your position. Begin to shift your mind. And say, no matter what, whoever says what, I understand, I believe God. Book of Hebrews talks about that, right? You know that. Hebrews 1 and 2 talks about how seeing how we see Christ. That's important. How the Lord is magnified in your eyes and my eyes. This is happening in the world because there's war. When you see people dying, yeah, whatever you're going to see die in this 2020s, and they're going to be mastiffs, understand these things. It is because of spiritual war. This is, this is the product. This is the fruit of the root. But God said the root, which is the gates of hell, shall, shall not prevail against the church. We don't deal with the fruit. 
we deal with the root. John said that actually at the root of the tree, the baptism of the Holy Ghost came to bring fire and kindle to so that the roots can be removed. The Father has not planted. And so don't concentrate on the symptoms. Deal with the roots. Yes, when they are fruits, for, for temporary, you have to pray for the sick. And you have to pray against certain things and praise God. We prophesied months ago. In the beginning of lockdown, we have it on video. That I said, well, what will happen that God's people will come, go outside and stand outside the hospitals. And as they pray, the hospital people will be healed in the COVID wards. That the beginning of lockdown, we prophesied this on video. So the thing is that that must be done and we have to do it. But I understand that we are raising our game in this hour. And we are going to be praying prayers as a church and making decrees and declarations and, and forbidding the devil for operating in our city. We have to pray prayers like that. We, we, we are controlling powers. We are the church of Jesus Christ. Not the devil. We have to begin to understand we are busy with spiritual war. And I wanted you tonight to understand that. that forget all the other, other things. Look at this. This is high-level warfare. This. So understand, what is, the, what is the, the, the general of the devil there in the demonic world trying to do? What is his tactics here? What is he trying to do? I said to the people, and I'll, I'll close that particular thing with this statement. I said to the people of God at the end of November, and I shared with them something I said, I had this vision of this creature, the demonic creature that I have never seen before. I, you, you think, my God, does things exist? If those things should show up, everybody's running, including myself. They're running. It'll, it'll make Jurassic Park look, uh, look lame, look like uh, fake. We see these, 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 these creatures in the spiritual world. And I looked at that creature. And I know something with the creature was very dangerous. And I said to God's people, we need to pray. And that was at the beginning of, it was sometimes a week or so before the end of November. And we went into fastings and prayers. But look at the enemy, how he's fought. And the many tears that has been caused just from January till now. So many families that have lost lives in this city and across this nation. Come on now. We have to lift up our game. We're not talking about little spirits here. We're talking about demonic entities. But I release one by one and, and waves against the church. 2021 will be another one of those years. But we are ready this time. We're going to resist him steadfast in the faith. And he's going to flee from us. We are not backing down, my brother and sister. I want you to turn to the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 9. Tonight, we will continue really with one we want to say, probably tomorrow. But now I want to deal with this and pray for you as the Lord instructed me to do two days ago. And um, I want to read from Ezekiel chapter number 9, verse number 1. And I received this thing again during visions of the Holy Spirit and uh, concerning this year, 2022, 23, and so forth, and the world events. But then the Lord... Um, commanded me to go to Ezekiel chapter number 9 and um, I probably have never read it with any kind of attention if I ever have and um, but in Ezekiel chapter number 9 verse number 1 so I read it at the time when the Lord told me a few days ago in prayer verse number 1 it says he cried also in my ears now now this is now the Lord speaking with a loud voice saying, cause them that have chance over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the highway of the higher gate, which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, and a, and a righteous inkhorn by his side, and they went in and stood by beside the brazen altar. 
So you have these men coming with weapons, and they have charged over the city. And you will understand quickly that this is not natural men, this is a spiritual vision. Okay. And the glory of the, of, of the God, verse number three, the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub, uh, whereupon the, uh, he was, to the threshold of the house, and he called to the man the clothes with linen, which had the righteous income by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set the mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and, and, and that cry for, for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. Self-explanatory. He's saying now, he said to them, these six men came, one of these guys have an have a ink horn, a writer's ink horn, so he has ink that they used to write. And he has an ink horn. And God says to him, and, and, and the glory of the Lord comes, and the Lord speaks to this man. Now understand, this is the real glory of God. This is the throne of heaven. This is a mighty vision that, that, that Ezekiel is having here. And, it's, and the Lord commands, and I go through the city and mark every single person there in verse number, in verse number four that, have, that sigh and cry for the abominations that were done in the midst of the city. So these intercessors, these ones that wept for the sins of the city of Cape Town, that, that was weeping for the city of Jerusalem and praying for the, for the sins and the things that, 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 that men have done wrong. But he goes on to say, so he said, and he said, put a mark upon their foreheads. He says, mark them with the ink. Okay. Verse, verse, number, verse number five. And, the, and, and to the others he said in my hearing, go ye after him through the city and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have you pity. Slay actually old and young, both maids and little children and women, but Come not near any man upon whom is the mark, and, and begin at my sanctuary. And then they began at the ancient men which were before the house. They began at the house of the Lord. Peter said, judgment started at the house of the Lord. But what I was saying, what, what the point I want, what, what the Lord wants me to do here for you tonight, and do tonight, is understand that whoever got the mark, Whatever spirit of death, whatever demonic onslaught that killed old and young and rich and poor and male and female and even started at the sanctuary, this thing could not touch them that was marked with the ink from the ink horn, marked on the forehead. It reminds you of the land of Goshen where the angels of death passed and the house was marked. And here again, but instead of with blood, it was marked with, with the ink of the ink horn. Now the, word, now the Lord said unto me, I want you to pray for my people, for it is written that thou have made my, my tongue the pen of a ready writer. And so just like the ink horn, my tongue tonight, as per that Psalm 45, is the tongue of a ready writer. And the Lord said, that's what Paul says, you are living epistles. You're being written by us. You're being written on the tablet of your hands. We are writing you. You see, the words of God, the mouth that I speak, the declarations that I speak, you may think it is, it is something only audible. No, no, no. It is a writing taking place. There's an inscription taking place. There's a spiritual ink being released. And as a writer tonight, as a spiritual writer with a, with, with a tongue, with a spiritual pen and spiritual ink, I want to pray for you. I want to pray. I want to make a decree like that, that a mark will be set upon your head, that no spirit of death, no spirit of retrenchment, no spirit of bankruptcy, no spirit of, of financial turmoil, no spirit of economic decimation, no no spirit of anything that is evil will come upon your life this 2021. And I want to pray for you. And this is what instruction the Lord has. This actually was my assignment was changed by the Lord two days ago. And the Lord says, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go on that broadcast. And before you go into justice weekend, you must pray for my people. And you must take your tongue and take the ink horn and take that writer and, and begin to write upon the heart. And make a decree and a mark upon the people under the influence of justice wicked that no evil shall touch them. I will say this. Every one of the people of the empowered church has been protected in 2020. Protected from the evil of the devil. No destruction. Why? Because there were words spoken. There were preparations made for the thing before it comes. This is not haphazard, this is not magic. 
This is spiritual instruction. This is the authority of the Holy Ghost. The name of Jesus, the power of the word of God. Let me pray for you. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, as your servant, you instructed me tonight. You said, when you go out there, I want you uh, to pray for my people and, uh, and recite in the ears uh, Ezekiel chapter number 9. And then pray for them and put a mark in the spirit on them. Uh, for out of the righteous inkhorn and put uh, use your tongue that is uh, the tongue of a ready writer. And begin to write upon them a protection, a mark that the angel of death and destruction and decay and turmoil and confusion and disease that is moving upon the earth will not touch them, that the enemy will not touch them, that Satan will not get to cut the destiny sword, that they will be no, their funeral will not take place. None of the funerals in their houses will take place. Verse 2021, there shall be none of that. There shall be no mourning and weeping in their houses, but there shall be a mark upon their forehead, whether great or small, male or female, young or old, rich or poor, no matter who they are, under the influence of just this weekend right now in the name of Jesus I come in the spirit and in the name of Jesus and under the instruction of Holy Ghost I set a seal upon your life I mark your forehead with protection in the name of Jesus may no evil befall you let the spirit of COVID-19 leave your house may it miss your house may no virus touch your body no cancer no heart disease no no breathing and chest and lung diseases, no, no, no leukemia, nothing in the blood, nothing in the tissue. There shall be nothing that come against you in the name of Jesus. No evil shall touch you. Every, every economic decimation, political annihilation, all these things that come upon the earth shall not touch you. No natural disaster shall destroy your house. No natural disaster shall destroy your livelihood. No decree of men will take your business. No decree of man will take your job. No decree of man will change and, and decimate your income. Uh, and none will take your family. None will take your livelihood. It shall never be so. In the name of Jesus, I set a seal with my tongue with the utterance of his declaration and words of everyone under the sound of my voice. Whether it be live or on replay, it shall be so in the name of Jesus. It shall be so in the name of Jesus. The Lord protect you. The Lord keep you and canopy you. This is not for you a year of defeat, but a year of signs, of wonders, of miracles, of open doors. A year where your God nature, the way of God will manifest in your life. You will have a standing victory and you will be number one in 2021. It shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a woman that will find, they'll find the growth. And they'll say it's cancer, but that thing will not be cancer. It will die in the name of Jesus Christ. You will have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. Glory be to the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have come to the end of this broadcast. Like I said, we wanted to go just this weekend, but the Lord, by the two simple instructions, the one is the context that we must have over you over this particular aspect that we must deal with, uh, this particular aspect of, of understanding our warfare. And not to be distracted and yes, to pray in the areas of certain things and pray for people and, and do the wonderful things that we do as the church of Jesus Christ and rallying besides with people is absolutely important. But understand the great warfare will only be won when we understand our battles are against higher forces. And as a people, as a corporate body, we must stand against the higher forces of darkness and begin to say, we dismantle the stratagems of the devil. We expose the hidden plans of darkness. We bind those. We resist. We forbid you. We say, Cape Town is not yours. South Africa is not yours. And then, then we say, Lord, we surrender. 
Forgive us for our for lukewarmness. Forgive us for all the things that we have not pressed in like we ought to. For, not, for, for looking for, for carnal ways. Lord, let us be sharp now in the spirit. Let us rise in the Holy Ghost. Open our understanding. Visit us in our visions and our dreams. Visit us out of the word. Visit us in the prayer times. Give us a heart to pray in a greater dimension. You see, these are the things we need to up our game in the spirit. And, um, and so this has been hijacked by the Holy Ghost. And so, but tomorrow we'll deal with what the Justice Weekend is about. But let's do yourself justice tonight and shift your mentality. You know, and, 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 and don't, don't owe anything besides Jesus. Amen. It says, sanctify the Lord of hosts. Let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. Isaiah chapter number 8. And he will be for you a sanctuary. Isaiah 8 says, God will protect you. God will literally protect you. It says in Isaiah chapter number 8, and I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to close, hallelujah, hallelujah, with a special prayer, and then I'm going to, going, to, going to be on next tomorrow, and we're going to start on time tomorrow, hallelujah, glory be to God. But I want to, in Isaiah chapter number 8, and verse number, number 11, the great prophet Isaiah says, he says, For the Lord spake thus with me to me with a strong hand, and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of his people, saying, Say not a confederacy to all them uh, to whom his people say a confederacy. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. I always, we, this is the preparation scripture. When we went into lockdown in, in the beginning of, of, the, of, the, of 2018, those first few months, I said to the people of the Empowered Church, this is what the Lord gave me to tell them. Don't say what they say. Don't fear what they fear. Look at them. You always understand something about Jesus. Jesus is never part of the crowd. Jesus is the one that the crowd turns to, that the crowd seeks to touch. But if you find Jesus and his Father, he always withdrew to a place. He's always dispensing to the crowd. Just like Moses, you see, Jesus is not saying what the majority is saying. Jesus is saying something else. And so always align yourself with Jesus. And I said to them this year, don't talk what they say. Don't say what the masses are saying. Don't get partake because then you become victim. You sympathize with, the, with a certain narrative of, of the masses you're going to succumb. Isaiah says it. Say not the confederacy to all them who must people say confederacy. Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. Verse 13. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, let him be your dread, and he shall be for you a sanctuary. He will protect you. Nothing will touch you. Never. Why? Because you've made, you've sanctified him. You set Jesus dead. You took Jesus, you invited him to your house. And you sat him down there and you looked at him. And you made room for him. And you said, oh, Jesus. And they say, that is big. You say, oh, Jesus is big. He said, that big. Jesus is big. And you only focus and you could only see Jesus. You sanctify the Lord of hosts. Jehovah is there. The Lord of the inner. He said, Jehovah. Yeah. The self-existent one. This Jehovah. He says, this one here, you've made him Yahweh, Jehovah. You've made him the one of the God of the angel armies. You've sanctified him. And he will be for your sanctuary. But he said, but for a stone and a stumbling, a rock of offense, both to the houses of Israel, and for a gin and for a snare, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble, fall, and be broken, and be snared, and be taken. But not you. Why? Verse number 16. Bind up the testimony. Seal the law among my disciples. So what other words. So bind up the testimony. What is the testimony? It's not the testimony. It's not the testimony. The testimony of Jesus, the prophecy. So you bind the testimony to your mouth. You overcome him by the blood of the Lamb, the word of, of, of your testimony. Yeah. So you put the spirit of prophecy. What did God say about 2020? What did God say about 2021? What did God say? Not what the news media say. Not what the, not because somebody got sick that you knew. No. What God says. You bind the test, the spirit of prophecy, you prophesy what, Je what Jesus says. And then you bind, uh, the, uh, um, you seal the law upon, uh, uh, upon the heart. Um, and what is a, is a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus? What does he talk to? To what Jesus did. Remember, Jesus' blood is Jesus' testimony. You're overcome by the blood. The blood speaks from heaven. See, the infusion in must speak from heaven. So the blood speaks. And so when you overcome him by the blood, 
it is God's testimony. And then you overcome by the word of your testimony by saying what he says, the spirit of prophecy. And you, and you are protected because the word is in your heart. That is what I attempted here to do tonight. As to say to you, forget all that anybody else is saying. Focus on what God has said. Here, I've said just, on the, just by our own mouth, a human being just like you, I got up there in Belleville, got up in Belleville, in Tiger Valley, in both places, in 13 November, and in, 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 in Durban, Durbanville Hills. And then, and then in Belleville on the 1st of December 2019, just down here, in close to where you are most likely. And, I, and God spoke by my mouth what would happen in, in, the, in 2020 and in the time to come. But at the end, there you heard what God said. It is us, the sons of God. Victory of the sons of God. And so you speak the things of God and you are unshakable. We don't want a year of your demise. We don't want a year of your going down. No, 2021 is not going to be a bad year for you. You don't come in this broadcast you know, and come here and be bad. No, 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 no. You come here to live. You come here to succeed. You come here to go rise up like the eagles. You come here to have outstanding victory. You, 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 don't, you, you don't listen to, you, you don't come to this broadcast for, and listen to this and watch this broadcast to be taken out in 2021. Never. You come here to live the life that God wants you, to fulfill, to live the foretold life. Remember that? We, we spoke about that in, in, in a different program in January. You are going to overcome the law of God. You set, up, set it as a seal upon the heart. Seal, it says, seal, it says, bind up the testimony. It says, seal the law among my disciples. I will become a follower of Jesus, a learner of Jesus. And then you're protected. And then he goes on to say, I and the children God has given me are for signs of wonders and miracles in Israel. Wonderful, isn't it? You are for signs of wonders, not for calamity. You're going to be healing the sea, casting of demons, working miracles this, this, this year. The Lord spoke, spoke to me and said, 2021 is going to be the year of the demonstration of the power of God. A year of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We, we even had a special session in December. Just an importation session. Just to lay hands upon them and impart the power of God. The operations of the Spirit. Prophesying, activating by stirring up in the Spirit those gifts, those endowments of the, of the Holy Ghost. Why for 2021? Isn't it a wonderful year for you? Wonderful things are going to happen to you this year. Of this we are confident. Only don't say what they say. Sanctify the Lord of hosts. Say what he says. This week, this weekend, this month, this year, speak only what God says. No matter what the circumstances. Say only, if you feel a symptom in your body, don't say, oh, I have, no, I have COVID, oh, I have COVID. No, say, I resist you in the name of Jesus. I am the same spirit. You say, Holy Ghost, you dwell inside of me. Quicken thou me. I say, I open my lungs. I breathe. Zoe. Numa. The breath. Jesus breathed the message. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Why not? Your, your breath and the world breath is two different breath, my brother and sister. The Christian, we breathe in the Holy Ghost, breathe out the Holy Ghost. We are in the domain, the kingdom domain of God. Kingdom. We are in the kingdom domain. Who can touch you? What can take you out? No, say, I will never die. So, so don't play with this stuff. So when you get it, you get up. You take the word of God. Like take like Psalm 118 says, I shall live and not die. I say, I, will, I cut off the spirit of death. I bind you and I rebuke you. I shall never die. My family shall never die. We bind the spirit of death. We bind, we rebuke you. You see, no, you understand what you must understand about you when you don't. Some on it. You are a spiritual dignitary. You are a spiritual dignitary. And your father, your royalty, and your there's rules in the spirit, rules of war, rules of engagement already set up. So no demon of sickness of any calamity can walk into your house unannounced. No. There must be an announcer in the spirit. A watchman on the walls. There are even watcher angels. There, there, there must be a forewarning. It is always a forewarning. Have you ever seen somebody better? I knew it. I felt it. I thought it. I, I, that's my dream. It came to pass. And maybe it wasn't a big thing. You see, it is that kind of thing. Don't play. Please. So what you do, you pray. 
When you send something, you deal with it. Immediately. Stop whatever you do. Take it like you took a biological break. Like you have to go, go to uh, relieve yourself now. And relieve yourself from the devil. And, and, and bind and speak to the Father. Don't, don't waste your life. Don't waste prophetic moments. I want to... This is serious business. No? We want you to live. We want you to be overcoming. So just know this. The devil is not allowed to come to you and touch your life without a forewarning. It has to be a forewarning. And only when you don't. Do not ignore your dreams. Especially about sickness, about disease, about calamity. Especially in 2021. When the moment it comes, you pray. Immediately. You pray. If you're husband and wife, you say, we're not eating. We're fasting and praying. Like David, we're humbling ourselves. We're fasting. We are gonna, we're eating at the 9 to 6 o'clock. We're not going to skip lunch. We're going to skip breakfast. And we're going to pray. You see? Even if you're going to skip supper. And, uh, um, you, know, you know, it's also it's a good thing. You skip supper now. As husband and wife, you say, we're not going to eat. We're going to pray. Hey, he's a good God. If he came every day, and left manna for Israel. Yet you have a better covenant and better promises. Yet Christ himself was inside of you by his spirit. What is not leaving for you every day that you don't pick up? Huh? But the manna from heaven, the mysteries that he's giving you, you must. So what is this? You must just ignore it. Don't ignore the dream. It is manna from heaven. Capture your moments and save your life and that of your family. Amen. Father, I pray for your people. We've taken up a lot of time, Holy Ghost. But we pray for them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let them understanding into their hearts. A lot was said today. Lord, we spoke prophetically. A lot of things was uttered and said. Maybe things are difficult to understand. I pray that they will not criticize or Lord, that their hearts are open. That maybe enter into the experience, the manifestation of your protection, of your leading, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let this weekend be special unto them in the name of Jesus. Father, prepare a package for them. And tomorrow is evening session and imparted to them on Saturday evening. Prepare for them a special endowment, a grace on the Sunday broadcast. And Lord, impart it unto them in the name of Jesus. May it be a weekend of revelation, a weekend of impartation in the name of Jesus. Father, you know we never speak. Lord, unless we speak through the Holy Ghost. And so, Father, once again, let the tangible presence of the Lord, even as we feel it here tonight, Lord, be found there by those who watch this program, Father. And Lord, not only tonight, but the night that is coming and the night after that. And the people of God says, Amen. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus, leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.